This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hey everyone, it's Alice Cash, your host of Weekly Woman, and I'm so happy you're here. This week on the podcast, we're talking to Dre Davis, a film and TV actress based out of Los Angeles. I know her best from her time on the series Pretty Little Liars. Who was as obsessed with this show as me? I mean, I didn't understand how they kept everything from their parents or authority figures who might be able to help them, and so many terrifying A's kept popping up. But Dre talks to us about her life in LA now, PMS, and her period, and auditioning and working during a pandemic. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. First, we have to give it up for our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS, the only supplement on the market to help relieve your emotional PMS symptoms. This supplement is produced by a woman-run company and is the only clinically tried supplement on the market for the emotional side of PMS. Just think if you could stop all the stressing and those anxieties that accompany PMS. It's totally possible with a supplement you take once a day. Learn more if Jubilance is right for you at jubilance.com. Hey everyone, just wanted to thank you all for listening to this podcast. And if you like listening, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends, it really does help. I just want to stop and check in with you all about spring. Have you stopped and smelled the flowers lately? Like literally stop and go smell a flower. We have all been inside way too much this year. We're working from home, scared to leave our houses, scared to go into stores, or at least I know I am. But with the vaccines already on their way to everyone, it feels like spring really is a rebirth. I forced myself to go out of the house yesterday. Seriously, just going outside is liable to have me freaked out. But I walked around the reservoir in Central Park and all of the cherry blossoms were completely in bloom. With everyone still masked up, it's sometimes hard to see emotions, but the usual frantic, frenetic pace of all New Yorkers would pause as they stopped under a tree and just stared up at the beauty surrounding all of us. Last year, after I finally fought off COVID, the first time I was able to go outside, I saw a cherry blossom. For me, it means rebirth. I was given a chance at life, and so seeing them again a year after my virus all I could do was stare in wonder at the chance I was given to keep going. I hope you're all continuing to move forward to get that vaccine to continue to blossom, even in these dark times. The cherry blossoms are still there, we're still here and fighting, and the future is looking rosy. We'll be back with Dre after this short message. managing my stress levels. I take on way too much, I do way too many things, and every year I tell myself I'm going to do less and less. But I always seem to not meet that goal every year. I've removed no stress from my life. There is um, too much to do. If you're also trying to remove stress from your life, the only thing that has helped me immensely, more than anything, has been jubilance. Uh, This PMS supplement (laughs) is a lifesaver, and most of the stress that I have to deal with is on my period, and it helps me keep my cool, find my peace, and deal with my stress and manage it better. But now that I have jubilance to help me with all this stress, I was able to get everything I need to get done. I am not overwhelmed, and I can finally put this all away and just enjoy what 2021 has to bring. Well, thank you so much for being on, Dre. We're so excited to have you on the podcast. 
Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, we just kind of start off with some more fun questions. Um, so if you could have a celeb be your BFF, who would it be? Jim Carrey. First of all, that would be a hilarious friendship, but I also love that he discusses and focuses so much on consciousness, consciousness. Mm. Um, so something that isn't widely discussed. So I would just love to kind of pick his brain about that. Huh. What do you mean? What do you mean by consciousness? Like that? Oh, sorry. I'm getting a phone call. Oh, I'll just decline. Um, that our world is a projection of our consciousness and that it's, it's just like a very spiritual, deeper way of looking at life and that things don't just happen to us. It's like we we're more in control of our reality and our, our world and our subconscious is projecting out. Huh. Yeah. That's yeah. really interesting. I, it's I, wild. I didn't know anything about him thinking that, um, I do love his oh, movies. Yeah. You should watch some of his interviews. I mean, it's uh -huh. a little, some of them are a little out there, but uh, he's definitely like steered away from the entertainment industry a bit and like more, he's more into uh, discussing spirituality. I mean, he still does both, but anyways, he would be a fascinating character to be friends with. Wow. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I think just like, I just admire like all of his work. He has like such a vast range, I think, like mm -hmm. from like high comedy to like physical comedy, but also like he's so good in dramas, like the Truman Show or the Majestic, like yeah. brilliant. Yeah, he's really, really talented. Wow. Um, so have you been watching lots of Jim Carrey in quarantine? Like what have you been binging? <sighs> Oh my gosh, I have caught up on so many shows during quarantine, especially December because it, it's like holidays too. And I didn't travel, I didn't see my family during holidays. So Whoa. I was like, I'm just going to sit here and watch all the TV that I want. So HBO is my favorite. It has uh, this show called Search Party. So, oh. so good. So well written. And Flight Attendant with Kaylee Cooper. Oh, I've been wanting to watch that. It's very, very good. And I actually went back to old shows and I watched uh, Difficult People. It's about oh, these wow. two comedians in New York and they're just like total curmudgeons and it's so hilarious. I don't know why it wasn't renewed forever because it's so funny. Huh, that's awesome. Wow. And where are you living now? Um, I live in right LA. Now. Oh, cool. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. What are, what are you doing there? Well, it's starting to open up here, so uh, I'm auditioning, and I've had some jobs. Uh, I had some jobs in San Diego and like more locally around LA, but you know, it's it's slowly picking up. Oh, it's mostly what I'm doing. Oh, cool. So you're an actress in LA. Can you talk a little bit more okay. about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's been interesting the past year being an actress in LA because there hasn't been any much acting. I mean, it's open, it opened up, I think it was last October, things opened up. And I remember my first job on set and I was like, it was the last shot of the whole shoot. And I was like, please don't get the shot. Like, don't get it. Cause I was so desperate to remain on set wow. because it was like summer of not working after the summer of 2020 where I wasn't working. and you know, humans are built to be productive. We want to pursue our passion. We want to do things we want to do. So when I finally got back on set, it was just so exciting. It was so nice. And I didn't, usually everybody after a 12, 14 hour day, everybody wants to set 
to be done, like the job to be done. And I was like, don't get the shot. Like let's stay here forever. Cause it's the last day. And it was just so nice to be on set. Wow. So that's amazing. Yeah. It's been picking up though a bit. Okay. What are the COVID pr procedures that they're going through? So uh, everybody has to wear a mask. Obviously if you're an actor you have to, and you're getting shot, you have to take the mask off. Um, and I remember the crafties, which is where you get snacks during set, um, you're not allowed to pick up snacks. Like the person giving the food has to like pick it up manually and hand it to you. So it's like, they're very strict about it. Wow. Because obviously they don't want to get shut down. Yeah. And they want everyone to be safe. So it's, there's, it's definitely been regimented. Wow. Yeah. That's and everything is self-tape, like no no in-person auditions. I did have an in-person callback and it was weird because I was like, whoa, I'm nervous because I haven't like, I wasn't in front of people a lot. Like I'm used to, before COVID, I'm used to auditioning in front of people a lot. But then when COVID started, it was just all self-tape. Wow. So then when I finally was like, oh, I have to see a person. I was like, I'm nervous. That's so interesting. My day job here in New York is as a theater director, which oh, wow. obviously doesn't exist right now, yeah. um, which is weird. But I've seen like the industry go more and more towards self-tapes um, and self-taping for auditions. Do you think mm -hmm. like now that COVID has happened, do you think that'll be like how casting directors are casting for the most part now in LA? I, in New York, it's a lot of self-tape. Around two, maybe like 2017, it was already going in that direction, huh. and um, and I know like you could still you get could get booked on tape, so it was starting to go in that direction. But then when COVID happened, it was all self tape. So I think that it will continue to be that way. But first, you know, callbacks and uh, um, chemistry reads. I think they'll eventually go back to that being in person because. It's so it's so effective to be in a person's vicinity. You know, you, you just get all the senses. So I, but I do think that self tapes, you can casting directors can also see more actors that way because mm. they have more time to accept. They can accept more tapes. So I do feel like self tapes will continue, but I think that eventually they will go back to in person callbacks and uh, chemistry reads. Oh, interesting. And can you talk a little bit about like some of the projects that you've been working on? Can we hear like some fun stories from set? Yeah, sure. So the one I did in October, I played a schizophrenic character and uh, it was really intense because that's obviously an, an intense uh, medical condition. But they there was one part where it was like a dream sequence where I was falling from the sky, the character. So they held me on these, I forget what it's called, but they basically like propelled me on these slings and I was like flying from the sky. It was just so, so cool. Um, so that was, I don't know if I, if I described that well, but I was flying from the sky, <laughs> but that was a very fun, uh, that was a very fun job that I had lately. And um, also I did a job years ago in Ukraine which is cool because oh. obviously the culture is so different there. Wow. So I got, I got from the airport when I arrived, they had given me, I think it was production gave me this package, like this welcome package. And in it was obviously a bottle of vodka. And I was like, oh, how appropriate. <laughs> Cause it's not common that I'll get that. But yeah. um, 
yeah in ukraine huh that's that's so interesting it was wow. a lot of fun yeah cool. and then also um you've tried jubilance so i wanted to ask you a little bit about that um mm -hmm. what was your period in pms like before it and how did you find jubilance so i have always been a late bloomer i think it runs in my family i didn't get my period until i was like 17 and then oh, it was wow. just off and on so i didn't really experience major pms until like 2019 but really 2020 to the point where it was debilitating it was like two weeks out of the month like i couldn't even roll over in bed without my because my breasts were so sore i was just like so angry i hated everybody and this was like i was just famished i was exhausted and it will last for two weeks and i was like this isn't me i'm a productive person i'm like a friendly person and i could see how it changed me so much and it was even my friends were like, all you do is talk about your PMS because I was like, how is this possible? Like, why do women have to deal with this? And then I, I did some research and I realized I read you don't, it's not normal actually for PMS to last that long. It shouldn't. And there are ways in your diet and think supplements that you can take. Cause I was never a big vitamin person before. Huh. And until I realized like my body is screaming and it's craving something with this PMS. So I did all this research and I found Jubilance and I saw all the reviews and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna try it. So then I started taking it for a month. And then one morning, not to be graphic, but one morning I woke up and I got my period and I was shocked because I usually have weeks where my body's like, it's here, it's coming, it's coming. And I'm like, always, I take like an excess of vitamin C to try to make it count. Cause when I get it, the, the symptoms go away. Yeah. So it's really just, the PMS prior to me getting it. So, but this time I just woke up and I got it. And it was like, I had booked a, a big, big job. You know, I was just that happy. I was so excited and it felt honestly, I mean, I'm not exaggerating. It felt life-changing because the PMS I had in 2020 was so debilitating. I just wasn't able to get writing done. I was just like upset all the time. It was really ridiculous. I physically, like my, I hurt. So it was so crazy from taking that. And I just didn't even notice the symptoms. Wow. That's Wild. amazing. That That's so yeah. good because in a 2020, that's already like terrible enough. You don't want PMS on top of that. I think maybe because stress, obviously it manifests physically. So it's possible that my PMS was bad because 2020 was so crazy. So, it, but I, I also was getting symptoms in 2019, but yeah, I don't need that on top of everything. And yeah. then I thought if, if menopause is supposed to be worse than this, then is my life just going to get worse? Like it was, I, I was at the point where I was like, I should just take testosterone because I want to be a man now. Cause I was like, this isn't fair. Like this, I didn't ask for this stuff, this, this, these female problems. Yeah, really. So well, I, but obviously there's a solution. Mm -hmm. Oh well, God, we're so glad that you were able to try it and get relief. Um, that's yeah. so encouraging. That's great. <laughs> now I do still have some symptoms, but it's like, it, it's manageable. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think about it all the time. Cause I did notice the, my next period, I noticed some symptoms, but I was like, okay, well that, that's normal. It's fine. Like, because most, I was asking the women around me, how long is your PMS for? And they were like, oh yeah, three days are pretty bad. And I was like, that's two it, three weeks? days? I had for two, like literally 14 days. 
Oh, it was crazy. That's awful. I was like, most of my life is is PMS. <laughs> I was just like, what? I didn't. I couldn't understand it. So, uh, so yeah. Even if I do have symptoms now, every once in a while, it's no big deal. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But it's been suppressed so much. Good. Oh, that's so good to hear. <laughs> How long have you been taking it for? Um, so I've been taking it for about two years um, oh, wow. regularly, but um, I actually, so um, I tried taking oxaloacetate, which is the main ingredient in tubulants mm -hmm. um, when I was in college, because I had debilitating PMS um, when I was in college. I just like wouldn't go to class, like couldn't function, was super mean to people. And so I tried taking oxaloacetate because um, my doctor had suggested it or something. I don't, I don't really remember why, but um, that really helped me. And it like really like, like it, like I took it every day and I was able to like feel calmer. Like, sure, you still get like PMS, you still like feel a little crazy sometimes I need to eat chocolate at all times when I have PMS. Yeah. But, I do all the time even without PMS. Yeah, that's true. I feel like, like that's so true. Yeah, yeah, but I it's not like the crazy ups and downs for me anymore. It's more manageable. Like the peaks and valleys aren't like like a roller coaster. Um so yeah, I feel much better. Yeah, the ups and downs are really insane. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's what was really hard for me with PMS was like the super highs and then the super lows. And then this makes it like a lot more, a lot tamer. I also find it really funny, the crying stuff, because like I'm not normally emotional. Like I, I was emotional when I was a kid, but then I grew up and like, I'm just not as emotional now. So mm -hmm. when I just randomly feel the need to cry and not realizing the connection with PMS, I'm just like, what is wrong with me? And then I'm like, oh my God, I have my PMS. So I, I'll just like deliberately try to cry. I'm like, let's just get it out of our system. Like, but then I end up laughing at myself because I'm like, it is so absurd that PMS makes you cry. Yeah. Like it makes you emotional for stupid stuff. It's just, it's kind of comical to me that part, but oh my gosh, it's just so weird. It's weird. Why, yeah. why do we have it? It's, it's so, so ridiculous. Oh, I was watching um, that documentary about Mr. Rogers and mm -hmm. um, like during PMS, which was a bad sign in general. But then at the end, like it was like, it's basically like Mr. Rogers is like a wonderful human being. And I like started sobbing like next to my boyfriend, like, I can't believe Mr. Rogers is dead now. Like this was like, he was humanity. How how dare we not treat the world like Mr. Rogers? But it, it was like my PMS talking. But I was just and my boyfriend was like, "That was a good movie. He was a nice man. You're okay." But <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. I also hate the stereotype around it. Around oh, like, are you on your period now? It's like, well, you know what? It's a real thing. Like, if you experience this, you wouldn't think that we're crazy. This mm -hmm. is like chemical reactions that we're know. dealing with. And even if they like experience the pain, like that happens, like cramps. I can't even imagine like my boyfriend experiencing that. Like he has yeah. no idea. <laughs> I did, I did um watch this show and it said something about uh how you the character was like, you should always have the blunt, the honest conversations when you have your period, when you have PMS. And I noticed that because like 
you just yeah. you then you kind of like are unfiltered and you just say what needs to be said without like tiptoeing around it that's so, true yeah so yeah I think I definitely do that done. yeah yeah can be huh. effective in that way yeah that is really interesting that's good <laughs> yeah I don't know I always try to look for positives and and you know it's hard to find positives in PMS though. Yeah. When it's really bad. But glad you're feeling so much better. Oh yeah. It's honestly life-changing. That's it's awesome, crazy. Dre. Because I, I was last year when I was able to visit my parents, I was having bad PMS and my mom was like, How are you gonna be how are you gonna be able to work? Like if you have it this bad. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like it's I really need to get a handle on this because if it gets in the way of my life, then you know, because your your physicality does affect everything. Yeah. It just influences your entire life. Oh, and especially as an actor, you have to use your, like, your body is your instrument. So. Yeah. Now, I will say that the emotions are helpful, though. Like, if I'm feeling <laughs> particularly crazy, it's like, oh, great, I'll just use it. Oh, that's but good. <laughs> it's like, I shouldn't have to do that. I should just act. I shouldn't have to, like... <laughs> you know, but yeah, you have to be very, pretty physical and have a lot of energy in acting. So like a lot of my self tapes, I was like, I don't want to be exhausted because talking takes so much energy and mm -hmm. just so tired all the time, but wow. <laughs> I'm so glad that it's better now. Good. That's awesome. Um, oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Perfect. Um, and something that we always ask on this podcast is what is your definition of womanhood? So to me, the first thing I can think of is just to not be defined because I think women are constantly defined and controlled uh, or they were, you know, like throughout history. So I just like the idea of not being defined. So to me, that's my definition well, of womanhood. I think that's great. Oh, that's amazing. And Dre, how can people find out about what you're in, what they should be watching? Um, how can they learn more about you? Um, I mean, you can go to my IMDB and you'll see this, the stuff that I've done. I don't have Instagram right now, uh, because I was actually hacked, but it's been a relief because I love not having Instagram to be honest. <laughs> so I can't direct you, uh, to that, but I guess just, you know, you can go to my IMDB page and see the kind of shows that I've been on and, and awesome. you can also just keep a lookout for me. Perfect. Perfect.